Yes, 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 y'all. What's up? What's up? What up? It's the D Full Disclosure Show. I'm Derek Lamont Williams, the first. We got Big Dick Dazzly back with us from last week celebrating his 18th wedding anniversary once again. What's up with it? Hey, man. Good to be back. And we got the little lady of the house as always, Miss Lisa Lisa Burnett. You know what I mean? What's good? What's good? Here we go again. How we feeling? Hey, man. It's been a crazy week. I'm feeling good to be back, though. I missed y'all. Yeah, yeah, we missed you too. Hey, shout out to my son who held it down. People were shouting him out, you know what I mean? He, oh, yeah, he yeah, has yeah. a big shoes, Phil, big dick, but he did a great job. He did a great job. Shoot, I think he was better than me originally. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, he, 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 he definitely, you know, I'm, de- I'm definitely proud of it, you know what I mean? I'm definitely proud of it. You know, I told you just to see, just to see my reflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he did you, he did you, he did you justice. Man, finally somebody who speaks intelligently <laughs> My little niece, Saray, happy birthday. And, you know, this Aries, this Aries. Still the Aries, yeah, it's still Aries the Aries. Right happy birthday to all the Aries out there. You know, Monique, you know, shoot, I think, uh, old girl Nikki, the Aries. Oh, Aries is sprinkling out everywhere, yeah, yeah, they sprinkle out everywhere. Niece. So, well, we, we gonna uh, go ahead and get into the proceeding this evening. We got anybody checking in with us? Uh, hey, what's tip, up, what's up, tip, dog? Tiffany Mitchell. Terry Sanders, what's up with y'all? Tom, Tom, what's up, big bro? Terry Sanders. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah, another birthday, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah happy you birthday. Day, you know, have breakfast, uh, birthday breakfast. And oh, that's what's gym, up. That's you know? what's up. So, so you enjoyed your anniversary? Oh, yeah. You know, got my eat on and, you know, relax, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get back into the proceedings this Yeah, evening. let's go. Go ahead and uh, lead into the... We're going to lead right into the social media post of the week this week. Dick Dashley, take it away. All right. What's up, Veronica? What's going on with Dwight D. Johnson? So, uh, you know, uh, we'd be remiss not to talk about Nipsey Hussle. That's the social media post of the week. Um, actually, um, when I first found out, uh, you know, I was out just finished having dinner. He was on the show. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I was like, man, you know, it, it's crazy. I, was, I thought it was a mistake because I knew, you know, Nipsey wouldn't into that particular thing anymore. So, you know, who who has some animosity to want to do this? Uh, you know, even my first few posts was like, okay, you know, first thing, you know, you're going to get from our community is a conspiracy theory because that's just what we have been grown accustomed to seeing when it comes to our people. We can't take anything at face value. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and uh, I want to say, you know, condolences to his children, you know, his fiance, his, his mom, his dad, his brother. You know, they, they lost somebody. Um, we lost an important figure. A lot of people didn't know Nipsey up until last week, you know, or really understand what Nipsey was about, Nipsey Hussle was about. A lot of people thought it was Nipsey Russell. Like, uh, you know, I thought Nipsey Russell was dead. You know, they started showing, like, Lauren London. Yeah. I didn't even know Lauren London and him were an item. And then people are like, how did Nipsey Russell get <laughs> yeah. such a guy? Yeah. How, how he pulled Lauren London? You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, truth be told, his impact is different from, say, like a, a Tupac or someone like that because a lot of the impact that you get from someone like that came through the music, you know, through their words. Nipsey's actions was louder than his music or resonated more with, than the music. You know, his, uh, his thing with the marathon, uh, this thing, you know, I, I, I've spoken about opportunity zones. If it was a conspiracy, that's where I was leaning toward. You know, a lot of people were saying, you know, uh, Dr. Sevy or Dr. Sevy or, uh, you know, was about this. You know, that information has been out there. My, my angle was, you know, two things. Well, it was actually three things. One, it was somebody that they sent in to kill him. You know, the government, CIA, you know, they, they will put a hit out on brothers. Let, let's Let's make no mistake about it. You know, they've done secret experiments like the Tuskegee experiment. Mm. They've done the experiment in St. Louis. Uh, they've done experiments. You know, you got people talking about chemtrails, whatever. So you can't put it past that. The second was, I was thinking that maybe it was a, a brother in trouble and they like, hey, man, you go handle this. We get you out of this trouble, but you got to take care of this business. And then three was just a lost brother. 
which it seems that that's what it was. And that's why I posted hood treason in my right, post. You know, right, right. It's, it's hood treason for us to, to do these things. You know, uh, I, we, we have tragedies here even locally. You know, the tragedy with what happened in Canton last week with the young lady. Uh, matter of fact, I want to shout out to uh, Jim Zinkin about that. Um, I understand that there's still funeral expenses that need to be covered. Yeah. And I'm actually picking up a check for the family tomorrow. Um, that, you know, if I can find out the funeral home, wherever I need to go to, we can take it there. So shout out to Jim Zinkin and Zinkin Z Lights. Appreciate that. That's that's all I love. But uh, so we couldn't put anything past this government. So you got a lot of conspiracy theories to hold on. What I wanted to play was something by Chitty, Chitty 26, uh, one of uh, Nipsey's homeboys who was right there. And this was recorded. I, I believe that he was his Nipsey's business partner. Yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah. His, his business partner, mm-hmm. homie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we could just play that. It's a two-minute long thing. Maybe we would go do a minute if we want to do two. Yeah. That's right. So we can cue that up. And then you just hear from my... One, uh, uh, we started off selling CDs in the trunk of the car 16 years ago, and we just purchased the building. We just bought the whole building. So it's been 16 years in the making. Me and Nipsey was talking, and uh, the dude that shot him, he came and shook our hands. He said he was a rapper and all this old bullshit. Uh, shook our hands. The dude went and got his burger. He left. When he left, I went and took my food in. As soon as I took my food inside the building, uh, the dude came back around the building busting. So I might have left Nipsey's side maybe three seconds. I left him maybe possibly, possibly about three seconds that I had left Nipsey and, and, and the dude came and shot him. We know who he is. It's no, it's no mystery. Uh, it's no mystery. We know who he is. Like I said, it was uh, it's all hate and envy. That's all it was. It was jealousy, hate, and envy. Uh, Nipsey didn't deserve to die like that. Uh, 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 it seems to be a less talented rapper. Uh, you know, uh, had envy and hate in his eyes. That's what it was all about. It was, it was nothing else. There was no motive. There was no beef. It was nothing. It was nothing but envy, hate. Uh, I hope when they catch him, I hope he gets a slow death. I don't want him just to die. He needs a slow death, you know. So uh, he affected many lives, you know. Uh, his jealousy and his envy affected the world. You killed you kill a good man, local guy, uh, uh, local enough that if he hit that parking lot, we, 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 we put our guard down. You know, he's one of us. Put our guard down. You know what I mean? Other than that, we wouldn't let anybody just up in our parking lot like that. We put our guard down because, like I said, he had just shook me and Nipsey hand prior to that. He just shook our hand, just left, and he came right back and shot him. Like I said, it was, it was jealousy. And to all Nip fans, all your fans, you know, we miss Nipsey, but this tragic incident, what Nip will want y'all to do is is, is to go hard. Whatever your dream is, continue to do it. Use Nip as as, as your idol. Just keep your movement. Whatever your movement is, Nip will want you to continue to do it, you know. So he influenced a lot of people to do the right thing, not to do the wrong thing. He influenced people to be positive. And uh, for, for him to go out like this is sad. It's sad in the community. It's sad for the whole world. So, uh, I've been, so, uh, I kind of wanted y'all to, thank you, D. I wanted y'all to kind of hear that. That was an eyewitness account of what happened. So dude came up, dapped him up, uh, just on some jealous stuff. I actually saw a post that was pretty disturbing by someone. Uh, Terry Sanders actually, uh, hit me on, I guess as a friend of his, had posted this theory that Nipsey smacked this guy and the guy came back for retaliation and he shouldn't do that. And even if you smack somebody, that, that ain't the reason for you to be losing your life. Now, right, right. if it happened right then and there, you know, in the heat of the moment, anything could happen. But that's kind of premeditated. When you go leave somebody, you dap into somebody up, you come back, and then you, then you shoot up. Now, um, I don't know if you have been aware of that. That's eyewitness that testimony. That part I wasn't aware of. Um, so, but but hearing that, I mean, I mean, what 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 would cause? What, I mean, just what's your thoughts? What's your raw thoughts? Um, based on what Chitty was just saying. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't all familiar with his music. I actually didn't realize. I mean, I didn't know his music until maybe about uh, last summer. Mm. You know, a family member was playing the music. He had a song. I'm like, I'm like, who is that? I'm yeah. Like, that's Nipsey House. I'm like, oh, okay. That's what's up. So you know, from there, I kind of not followed his music, but when I would hear something on the radio or something, you know, right. I'm like, okay. And then I started hearing about all the things he was doing as far as helping his community and things of that nature, so mm-hmm. that really started to, like, pique my interest, and I really do think that that guy has really messed up, like that guy said, he really did 
messed up a lot of people. He really did. Yeah. He put a, a he he did some shit. He really he has took he has took an important guy away. It's not very many guys that have the power or have the ability to come back and do what he did. Correct. And he did. So now, you know. Are, are other people going to, like, forget my community, you know, when, when I make it, forget my community? Because yeah. they'll kill you in your own community. Like, is that going to make people start feeling like that? Yeah. And, I mean, he was a young guy. He was black. And he was just a leader. Yeah. And we lost a, we lost a great leader. Yeah. And considering how young he is, I had that type of influence and that yeah. impact. Now, my man Noriega, you know, shout out to Capone and Noriega, you know, Drink Traps. You know, that's, that's a great podcast right there. Um, you know, Noriega was like, hey, y'all always asking us to come back to the hood. Why y'all don't do this? Why y'all don't do that? Look at the way, that, you know, yeah. look at the situation. You know, it's dangerous for us, is what he was saying. It's dangerous for us to go back. And you saying get back and do this other thing and walk around like, you know, like it's, it's all good. You know, that's why it's hood treason. You know, uh, you know, uh, NOL, NYOL, you know, he, he had a song, a whole album called Hood Treason, mm-hmm. talking about this type of stuff. This, this is pervasive. This is something that needs to stop. You know, mm-hmm. this young man was doing something very, very positive for the community. Like I said, opportunity zones, I go into those. Uh, unlimited wealth potential for you. You know, they didn't think that we would probably get hip to that. I wouldn't have been hip to it if it weren't for Nipsey in the interview that he had with Forbes, of all places. You know right. what I'm saying? You know, I think more people know Nipsey more for his interviews and his, his point of view than the music. It's bigger than just music. You know, it's just like that one rapper, Kevin Kevin Bates. Yeah. I, I I don't really listen to his music, but he do some of the realest interviews. You yeah. know, you you so hate to see someone that was so influential gone so young, thirty three years old. I think. Yeah. Derek, what's your thoughts on that, brother? Well, um, <clears throat> I think he was. Uh, I think you just mentioned the type of artist he was, and I don't, you know, I don't think he was known more than his music, but I think. There's a different sections of fans that know him in a different way. In a different way. And it was he's unique in that sense. Like, you know, most, like, you know their music first, and then you get to know different sides. But you have a section I'm, that never even heard of, heard his music, but knew him just from the interviews and, you know, that caught him on tape. See, I, I got hip to him a while ago, really when he first came out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I brushed him off as just a Snoop wannabe because he kind of looked like it Snoop. He had the brain. Like, and he, yeah, right. You know, yeah. And, but this before I heard, actually heard him. I just synced it. Yeah. And I was like, I oh, look like Snoop. He from the West Coast. I wrote him off. Then I heard him. And I was like, oh, this young brother is, is deep. You know what I mean? This young brother's on something. So I, I, I've been following him. You know what I mean? And it's, like you said, when I first initially heard about it, my first reaction was, is you know the conspiracy. Yeah. Actually, Dale, hit, yeah. actually Dale hit me. The more, you know he was on it. He texted me more. He's like, oh, he was doing this documentary. Da, 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 da. And you know that was my initial reaction too when yeah, I first me heard too. it. Me too. But after hour, it's just, I'm, I swear it's like everything he said. After hour, I thought, and I, I can show you the text. I text my son. I was like, you know what? Sometimes it's not that deep. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just motherfuckers just hating, and I mm-hmm. and I didn't even know. But like the more I marinated on it, like it didn't make sense. Like, you know, he was in his store, and then as the information started coming in, it's like the energy that I feeling was verified. Everything he said is like I felt. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, and it's sad because I would like to have believed he would have died for a greater cause. Mm-hmm. Like that would make more. That would make it feel better. Like oh, he make was him a true yeah, yeah, exactly. He was yeah. he was on to something. Like oh mm-hmm. yeah, they had to get rid of him. Then some dude just feeling forget in his panties. You know what I mean? Yeah. You see a guy, you like oh, you know I want to be bigger than him, so you just kill him. You know what I mean? It's just it's just ridiculous. It, it's it's like we losing, man. We losing, and I don't like to get into because the, the majority is not like this. You know what I'm saying? It's black folk. You know, black folk, we get along. We we, we do great things together. You know what I mean? But you got that. It's like a, you got that allowed minority. You know, and I call them allowed minority because it only take one knucklehead. You know, if you got one knucklehead on your block shooting and rooting and tooting, nobody's really going to say nothing to him because they scared of him. Correct. It's just one guy. But you got whole neighborhood because, you know, he got guns and he do this and he do, he do that. So it's a loud minority. Correct. It's not most of us. And that's no. all it takes is one Dickhead, you know what I mean? So I just like to encourage, like I said, encourage us to pick up the matter because I believe, he believed in what he was doing. 
And even though what, what Nori and them were saying is like, it is dangerous. But I bet you $5 if y'all could dig him up tomorrow, he would do the same thing. Same thing. Wouldn't change a bit. He wouldn't change a bit. I would meet my bet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I'm sure he would probably move a little different. You know what I mean? But, yeah. you know, so, you know, we got to, you know, we got to pick up the, you know, the pace. And we got to, you know what I'm saying, do stuff like that. You know what I mean? And just carry that energy on the way he was trying to do. Because I, I, you know, that was one of the things that you just loved about him. You know what yeah. I mean? You bought, you bought the same block. People talk about it, but you know what I mean. You bought the block you was hustling in front of, and they yeah. say it all the time. So, big shout out to him and his family, man. And I don't know if you see the whole thing about Kodak Black. I don't know if y'all familiar with that. No. Yeah, I see. He's that. just saying it. Yeah, yeah. I, we, <laughs> I don't even think it's worth. He made. He he said something about Laura London about she a widow now, and he was gonna try to holler at her. Yeah. So, you know, T.I., his video's out there now, T.I. and the game and everybody was going at him, telling like, you know, they was blocking his music on, they was about to block yeah. his music, like, um, you know, and all this here. What's up, T.J. Toller? Hey, man, you know, you know. Read some of these, we got yeah, a couple of comments. Some, uh, Thomas McHale rap, Tom Tom said, jealousy and hate, the work of the devil, that's all it was. Uh, we got, yeah. uh, continue blessings. To you, my brother. Hey, what's going on with you? Appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, we talking to, um, hey, what's up, Kevin Yeshua Bates? Um, we talking about Nipsey Hussle, and we talking about, uh, you know, what uh, Chitty26, his business partner, said went down. Uh, you know, he, he let it be known. There ain't no conspiracy theory. He's just a jealous dude. Yeah. Came up, uh, mm -hmm. shot him from what I understand. He shot him, and he fell. But then he came back, turned back around, then shot him in the head, then kicked him in it. Yep. Then and then walked away, which is just you know, it's yeah, something. Sure. It's yeah, really it's something. Okay. And uh, I mean, I want to point out how you know Nipsey Hussle. He was in the gang. He was you know, doing the whole thing, but he turned his life around and, and made things made made a, a wrong or right. And it just proves to me what we had talked about a couple shows ago, that just because you come up in an environment don't mean you have to be a product of that environment. Say that. So Say I that. think mm -hmm. that's very important for us to point out, too. Well, they had a big gathering at uh, Edgewater in honor of Nipsey Hussle. Also, in L.A., Bloods, Crips, mm -hmm. Vice Lords, you know. Yeah. I remember I, tried, I was trying to put my son up on it because, you know, he, at the time he was listening to all these. I, mean, I was like, man, you don't listen to Nipsey? Like nah, I was like, man, listen. To, I mean, I mean, cause the dude, he, he really is, man. He really is one of the rawest cats. And I, and you know, I used to really when I first heard his music was at the gym, and I, you know, I brought him off, and then a guy took took the Bluetooth at the gym, and he was playing, and I was like, oh, this cat is serious. So yeah. it got me to cataloging him, and uh, I just like I said, man, it's just I, it was something I just wanted to piggyback off. What, what, you, what did you just say? That just because. You oh yeah, alive, yeah. He, he, you know, he. It was like a, uh, 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 my man on HBO, uh, Killer Mike, when he did the blood plot and the crypt plot. When he was taking the the, the gang names, Cryptocola, Yeah, he was taking yeah. the names and he was making it market. But like you, you market the Hell's Angels. You know what I mean? And we and we when we say Hell's That's Angels, it. we don't think of death and destruction. Oh. We think of bikes and cool yeah. shit. That's you know right. what I mean? And Nipsey was like doing that also just by his affiliation, like. You know what I'm saying? You ain't have to be a shame. You know, Crip, I, yeah, I was did this and I did yeah. that. But, you know, I'm incorporating everybody. You know, we all working together. You seen them having bloods and, you know, and Snoop and them started that too. Yeah. You know, working with everybody and showing that we can all get along. And, and, and you know, the, the 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 work that the man did cannot be understated. You know what I mean? And and the, the direction he was going was, you know, and I, I, Nick Cannon is going to continue to do this documentary with Dr. Yeah. City and, you know, just... Just man, condolences to the family, and uh, it's a, it's a sad, it's a sad shame. I ain't gonna take up too much more. Uh, Patrick Buck Boyd Cole said, "Lisa, beautiful dress." Thank you, thank you. Um, one thing I like to say, Nipsey, when he came out with his mixtape, when he was underground, he was independent. Uh, he had a mixtape that he was selling for a hundred dollars a piece. Uh huh. Jay Z bought a thousand. That's what gave him that seed money. It's like. Uh, he said one of his biggest influences was Rick Ross. He saw how Rick Ross started moving. These guys are being influenced by each other. He was one He was one of the ones to bring it to a level where you can understand it. It was bite-sized. 
I'm showing you how to move. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to people even like well, DJ it was Hibby even and, it was even Fifty Cent that told him not to put his first album out. You know, he was going to put his first album out, and Fifty Cent said no. You know. Once you put your first album out, that's why he was always doing mixtapes. Mm-hmm. He did he did like ten mixtapes. He didn't put his first album out till this last year. Victory Lap was his mm-hmm. first studio, studio release album, yeah. album. and he because he told him like you're going to get more money up front on your first record than you do you will like if you release all these other yeah, records. Fifty up. Cent. And he he was on the interview. He was like I'm Fifty Cent, yeah. and he was like so that's why he never put a record out. And plus they was never. Offering the money that he was, he, that he, he was, he wanted. So yeah. he like, I don't, I'm not pressed. I turned it down, turned it down. And he been grinding for years and years. Yes. And just last year released his first album. Yes, yes. So yeah, shout out to that mug on title. Shout out to Nipsey. Yeah, hey. if you're not familiar with his music and you 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 love hip hop, man, yeah, check it out. He, he got some joints for you. You might not like everything, but you know, if I could say anything to the to the gang culture, let this be a lesson in coming together. I yeah. ain't even talking about death. You got power in numbers. It's power in numbers. We have to stop looking like we're around each other and we need somebody else to come in and organize us. If y'all around each other every single day, it don't have to be death, destruction. It don't have to be anything negative. Y'all can start buying your blocks up. He gave you the blueprint. Opportunity Zone is this and D. I'm going to let it go because we have a 21 minute yeah, mark. Yeah, Opportunity yeah. Zone is, is basically depressed areas in a specific city, like Cleveland, East Cleveland, these areas. And you could buy property in these areas. You could set up a business. That business is exempt from federal taxes. So it can grow untucked mm-hmm. forever. They weren't thinking that people like us would be coming in and doing this. It's almost like having a Roth IRA. I was going to say, it sounds like a Roth IRA. It's, it's definitely like having a Roth IRA. What is, Y'all, it, what is get this it. called? Opportunity Zones. Opportunity Zones. Opportunity Zones. That's, that's, that's a tip from your boy Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace. All right, y'all. What I wanted to talk about today is uh, is, uh, personal growth. You know what I mean? I kind of wanted to share my own personal growth and to give, like, you know, I kind of came up with, like, five basic principles that I've used and I I use, I should say, to, you know, grow and try to be the best person I can be and uh, maybe it'll help, you know, somebody else. Or anybody, you know what I mean, to, you know, to to go on. Because to me, like, to me, I feel like you should always want to grow. You know what I mean? I you should always want to be your higher self. You know what I mean? And it's a, it's a lifelong journey. And, you know, I've come a long way. I'm, I will, you know, I tap myself on the back, but I got, I got a long <laughs> way. I got a long way to go. But, you know, I feel like when you're on that journey, you know what I mean, you know, it is what it is. So, I, you know, we're going to re- re- type these. I'm going to take these little five principles down. And if you got any that you want to add to it, you know, that I could, you know, that I could use, you know what I mean? Or whenever, anybody, please feel free. And, you know, comment as we go if you want, you know what I mean? But I'm going to start with number one, and that's the desire. You know, you have to have the desire to grow. You know what I mean? First and foremost, if you don't have the desire, you can't grow. I, I got this homie. He's an OG too. He's older than me, and uh, he he's he, he's a hot he's hot like fire. He probably watch it. He probably you know who he is too. You know who you is too. You know I didn't seen this guy cuss people out on the drop of a dime. You know what I mean? He, he has a temper, and I was I was like, hey man, you know that was unnecessary. You know what I mean? You don't you know and, and you know you don't apologize or nothing. And he would know he was wrong, and his his cop was just like, man, that's just how, that's just me. That's just me, D. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? And you know I always thought to myself like. You take a horse in the water, but you can't make him drink it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cop out to me. You know what I mean? Like I, I, you know, I didn't force nothing, but I would think to myself, like I never wanted to be like that. You know what I mean? I wanted, I didn't never want to say this is just me. I'm just set. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that's just that's just lazy. And I, you know, I told you that too. I just, you know, so that was just one. You got to have the want. You have to have the desire to grow. Once that's set, two, a recurring theme on the show. Uh, you have to have you have to have a self awareness. You know what I mean. You have to know what it is that you want to grow. You have to know where your weaknesses is, and you have to know why they're there. You know, too. You can't just know about them. You kind of know where they come from. You know what I mean. I know I'm a uh, procrastinator. 
You know what I mean? I'm actually working. I'm actually procrastinating, working on my procrastination. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know what I mean. That's. But 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 that's one of the easier ones to identify. Some stuff are a lot more deep seated, and you got to do a lot more work internally to see why you you know you might be impatient, or you might be yeah you, know, you have a temper like him he did, or you know you might whatever it is. You know what I mean? You have to be aware of it and aware of where it comes from. You know what I mean? To be conscious of it. You know what I mean? To to, to be self-aware is so important. Number three, and I can't underst- I can't overestimate the importance of this one. I almost put it number one. You sound like me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But but you know, and, and it's for me, and I think it I think it it, it it reverberates to everybody, but for me personally, the company that you keep, the people around you, you cannot grow personally. If you got, if you you got to have people around you that you trust, you have to have people around you that inspire you. You have to have people around you that motivate you. You have to people have, have the people around you that will hold you accountable, that will shoot you straight. You know what I mean? You have to have people around you, you know, that have insight. You know, those you have to have, and you might you don't have to have a, a bunch of them, but you have to, have, you know what I mean? Two or three people. So you got to have, you know, toxic people can't do it. Can't well, bike, bike singers won't do it. You can't talk to people. They gotta go. You know that if they family, they friends. You gotta feed them with a long handle spoon. Cause I'm a firm believer. You cannot grow personally if you got toxic people around you. If you're trying to smoke crack and you sitting here around five crackheads and they all pull their pipes out at one time, guess what? You're not gonna do. You're not gonna stop smoking crack. Not that day. You know what I mean? You gotta have people around you, solid people. And what's leads straight into number four, you got to be coachable. You know, you can't have these solid people in your life and not listen to them. You know, you have to be able to take constructive criticism. You have to be able to, you know, a lot of times the people that in our lives are actually become our desire to become better people. You know what I mean? Like, you want to be a better person because, you know, you, you, you get this... You know this. You, you know significant other, whether it be a man or woman. You like, oh man, I want to be a better man for her because that's what she deserves. You know what I mean? Like that real shit. You that makes you want to be a better person, and then that person can give you insight on you on yourself, so you can be self aware. Cause some you ever see somebody ever tell you something about yourself that you didn't even realize. It could be eye opening, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Sometimes, like, yeah, yeah, and it's crazy. So you have to be able. To, it's like to me, it's like you in the fight. You know, sports analogy, but you in the fight, you know what I mean? You in the fight, you in the ring, you fight. Yeah. Your trainer's on the side, he got a whole different angle. Yeah. You know, the trainer's watching like, okay. So you go to the trainer, he's like, hey, he's dropping that right hand. Throw the jab and go to the body. Yeah. You know, he's telling because he Tell wants me. you to win. Yeah. He's not in the ring with you, but he's invested in your success. Wow. So what I look like going to the ring and I'm throwing haymakers. <laughs> After he just told me <laughs> what to do. Exactly and then when I get my ass knocked out, I'm looking <laughs> stupid. You know what I mean? But you got to be coachable. And last but not least, number five, you have to operate outside of your comfort zone. You cannot grow in your comfort zone. Touch your neighbor, somebody touch your neighbor and say, you cannot grow <laughs> you cannot in grow. your comfort zone. You, you know what I mean? And you can't. And it's like, and for my own personal growth, like I've said before, like doing the show, uh, you know, I had to. I was listening to uh, Fonte. If y'all know who Fonte is, y'all know Fonte. And uh, he had a little segment in there. He was like a little skit. He said his dad was a chef. And when his dad would take him to the you know, the kitchen, to the restaurant, he's like, I thought I'm about to do all this cooking. And he said, no, nah, son, you got to prep first. You know, and he realized his dad was teaching him about life. Like me personally, I had to prep. Like that's when I started doing my own YouTube channel. Like six months before, because I knew I wanted to do the show, and this is outside my comfort zone. Yeah. This is outside my wheelhouse. This is not some. So I had to prep. Like I had, I started doing videos, just and and, and even to work myself up to that, it was crazy. Like I would start doing one. I'm like, nah, I ain't gonna do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like because it was difficult for me to. Put yourself out put, there. I like put that. myself out there like yeah. that. And so I started doing them. Shout out to my two subscribers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, but, but it wasn't even for that. It was, it, was, it was to prepare myself. You know what I mean? For, uh, 
<laughs> it was to prepare myself for, because I knew I wanted to do something, and I knew I had to get start get comfortable. Because if you don't step out, your it's like sports analogy number two. You're a basketball player. You know what I mean. You've been going. You know everybody know you're going right. You got to shoot right. You so they take the right hand away. So now you got to start working on the left. You know how uncomfortable that is, trying to dribble and stuff. But you know you can't get it unless you do it. So if you have if you have trouble communicating. Or if you have trouble, you know, whatever it is, you have to do that that you're uncomfortable with. You have to continue to do it okay. until you become, until it gets comfortable. You know okay. what I mean? Because if you don't operate outside your comfort zone, you're just going to you're just gonna fall back into old patterns, into old things, and you can't grow. You know what I mean? So those are, the, those are basically the five principles that I, I use. And like you know, when you say you do the goals of the day and everything, yeah. you know, it's it's basically my goal is the same as you know. I'll try to be a better person today than I was yesterday. yesterday. You know what I mean? And just continue to grow. And you know, I don't think it's a lifelong journey. It's a lifelong process. But if you don't even try, I just think you you're doing yourself a disservice and you're doing the people around you a disservice. You know what I mean? Man, D, I, this is probably very apropos that you bring this up today. We talking about Nipsey. Dipsy said it was no difference between him and the other people. He just didn't quit. That was the difference. So let me recap then go back to Lisa. Desire. One was desire, y'all. You have to have the desire to grow. What was 2D? Two was was self-awareness. You need to know where you need to grow, and you need to know where that comes from. Number three, the company that you keep. You cannot grow if you don't have the people that motivate and encourage and inspire you. Number four, coachable. You have to be able to handle constructive criticism in teaching. And what was number five? You have to operate outside of your comfort zone. You cannot grow inside your comfort zone. We had a few comments I'm going to read, and then I'm going to get out the way to have Lisa go in. Uh, Marcus Johnson said, facts. What's uh, up, Marcus? Uh, Kevin Yeshua B. He said, big facts. You are the average of five folks you spend the most time with. So you are who you spend time with. That's, you know, our mamas used to say it a long time mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, you, you want to know who you are? Let me show you your friends. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's deep. Uh, he went on to say, uh, Kevin, you sure bees went on to say nuggets. Hopefully someone is writing this down. Thanks, that, bro. That's why I had to recap it. What's going on, Vanita Mitchell and Sean West? Queen, what you got to say? Um. Yeah, what you're saying is facts. That's that's really important, and I guess I guess it coincides with what I want to talk about today. What I was trying to talk about was um, balancing being an entrepreneur and relationships, mm-hmm. whether that be a romantic relationship or relationship with your children, mm-hmm. and being having relationships with your friends outside of trying to run your business. Uh, with me starting my businesses and them taking off, I, 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 I think I need to start making balance between relationships, friendships, and running this business. I got you. You know, you can also burn yourself out just always working, working, working. Oh, man, that's no fun. <laughs> you know saying? So I just basically, I, I'm usually the one giving some knowledge. I guess basically I'm looking for knowledge Trying to figure out how to balance. Oh, no, no, no. I would say comment on finishing up what oh, Dee was saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm no, no. Sorry. She give y'all a little tidbit on what she about. She's <laughs> yeah. about to come with it, y'all. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. But no, it's about, you know, as it relates to Derek, you know, having a desire, being coachable, the yeah. company that you keep, you know, being self aware, and, you know, being able to admit that. So, you know, you are who you are around. That's true. You know? That's true. And if. What you said kind of piggybacked off. Yeah, that's true. What Derek is saying, if you don't know who you are, if you don't have self awareness, and along with other things he was saying, and you can't grow. I think knowing your weaknesses and being able to say, "Look, I have this. I do this too, and I need to change this." That's the begin. That's the first step, like the twelve steps. Correct. First, you gotta recognize the problem, and then you gotta be willing to change the problem. And I think a lot of people aren't willing to change the problem, aren't willing to recognize the problem, because if you recognize the problem, that means that the image that you have for yourself may not be the real image, or the, the real image that you want to portray outside That's true. may not be the real image. And if you're not 
being who you are, then you're not growing, and you may not even know who you are to grow. Correct. And the thing too, man, it's a, it is a hard and painful process, and I think a lot of people just don't want to do it. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's necessarily want to us because some things, you know, you have to. You know, there's memories. You know what I mean? There's deep-seated issues behind some of the issues that we have. Say that. You know what I mean? (laughs) And sometimes we don't want to think about that stuff. That's it. You know, and sometimes we just want, you know, it it surprised me how many people are 40, 50, and still respond to the thing ways and still do some of the things they did when they were, you know, they never have never changed. Like, and, and I just thought, I just always thought that was sad. You know what I mean? I always look for motivation for people, whether it's what I want or what I don't want. And I would see people like that. To me, it's sad that you wouldn't want to grow. And I don't like change because none of us really change. We are, we are basically the same person we are. Mature. But we mature and we grow and we learn and we learn different habits and we learn how to get rid of certain habits. And it's just like, you know, that's just what I do, you know, every day. Every day, it's just, it's something, you know what I mean, and you know, and, and now like I'm living right now, I'm outside my comfort zone, you know what I mean, and sometimes you have relapses, you see what I'm saying, like when you're trying to push yourself, you know, like when you have growing pains, you know, when you kid, that shit hurt, man, man hurt you know what I mean, it hurts, hurt. so yeah, you know, I think a lot of that is why people don't want to do the work and don't want to go deep inside, you know what I mean, it's like it's like as soon like when you have kids, man, when you have kids. That right there is, you know, I want to be a better person. I want to be a man, better man for them. I, I want to improve myself. Correct. You know what I mean? Or, or and, and so, it's just one of them things, man. Well, here's, here's, here's something. You know, that one thing I really admire about you, D, you have always been very down to earth and real. Like, real with yourself sometimes uh, to, to a fault. And if, if your biggest strength can also be your biggest weakness. You don't um, partake in the, the fluff the pomp and circumstance, but that's very admirable. You know, you don't feel the need to adjust yourself for people, you know. And at least one of the biggest things I like about you is the fact that you're just blunt. If you feel the way, you're going to say it. <laughs> and, you know, you're going to share it whether it's agreed or not. But um, the growth part of that is that I've seen both of you take both of those things and grow up even better. Even if someone doesn't agree, it's not like you get so defensive that you, you won't hear them out. You will listen to them. And it's not like you so self-righteous that you, you don't listen to people. So I got a question for y'all. What what are the what's the thing that you've heard about yourself that you hear the most about yourself that you like, but it kind of make probably make you feel uncomfortable when people compliment you. And then on the flip side, what's something you heard about yourself that you didn't like and that maybe you tried to grow on? I couldn't even begin to answer that, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, like I would have to give it some thought actually, really mm-hmm. like to to, to take up time, I couldn't even really begin. I know I've heard things. I know one of my one of my weaknesses is, is is I have been more comfortable with criticism than I am compliments. You know, sometimes I expect criticism. I don't expect compliments. So when I get a compliment, it's like, you know, it's, I get taken aback. Like you know what I mean? I you know maybe that's that's something from my childhood. You know what I mean? Like you know I expect. Criticism, I expect to be like you know. I want to know what I ain't doing right, what what I'm not doing enough, da da da. And when somebody says, "Oh man, you know, you you this, you that," I'm like, "Oh okay, you know." But what, what's what's the, what's the bad part? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. What's you know? Give me the so you know. I had to actually, you know, try, try to adjust myself and try to accept compliments. You know what I mean? And, and not think it's somebody's just saying something nice because they want something from you. You know what I'm saying? Or they want to, you know what I mean? So I guess that's the best way it's I can handle it. suit you have on. Come on, you can't be. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I want to ask you Wait for the other shoe to drop. You, you know, know what I mean? What have you heard about yourself, your greatest weakness and your greatest strength? Go ahead and put that in the comments. I'd love to read some of them. Lisa, so what's something somebody's told about you that is a weakness and what's something that you get to compliment on the most? Um, I think people always seem to, um, once they, once they talk to me and know, get to know me, Mm -hmm. then they kind of cling to me. So I think I'm one of those people that just once you know me, you just, you know what I'm saying? Just Just lovable. Yeah. (laughs) I guess that, I guess that's how you can put it. Just, just love me. 
Don't love it like you do. <laughs> and I think one of the things that I heard a lot about myself is that you say that I just say what's on my mind. And sometimes it just comes out as being I'm a, I'm an asshole or <laughs> jerk or I'm be I'm mean. I hear that a lot. Yeah. And I don't I don't come mean come off mean. It's just I just say what's on my mind and it just come out exactly how it's in my head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, yeah. sometimes it come out mean I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. Well before we go to your segment is we have forty minutes. It's like it's not what you say, it's how you say. It's, it's always how you say it. You know what I mean? People will accept castor oil. You know what I mean? If you give it to them. You know what right. I mean? If you, you know, sometimes you got to sugarcoat some things. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to put some sugar on it. I mean, I, I, think, I, mean I think I would rather have somebody that tells me how they feel. I mean, about everything. You know what I mean? You know, I would rather have that than somebody who don't want to tell you shit. You know what I mean? Let me know. I mean, you know what I'm saying? If it's negative, positive, just say it. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... But you know, sometimes some stuff you gotta put a little Kool Aid on there. You know what I'm saying? You gotta put, you gotta put it in. Oh, you gotta put it in the Kool Aid. You stir it in. That Kool Aid is quite bitter before that shit is added. You know, that, that's that's pretty deep. Uh, All right, Lisa, Lisa. Okay, well, I guess not. If you die, you can get back. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to talk about entrepreneurship, right? Yes, entrepreneurship and balancing out your relationships. Whether it be a romantic relationship or a friendship or a, a relationship with your family. Like I was saying, uh, me starting these businesses and them taking off, I think I need to start focusing on balancing because uh, once I, I do notice that once I get into a project, then I don't really think about nothing else. or I don't want to say I don't care about nothing else, but I just... Focus. <laughs> you just focus. focus and I don't, you know, so I think usually, like I was saying, usually I'd be the one giving tips. So today, can somebody give me some tips or <laughs> give me some pointers on balancing my relationships and my business? Because Monday through Friday, don't ask me to do nothing else for you if it don't involve these businesses. And sometimes Monday through Sunday. I be having to catch myself and bring myself back to real life. So I mean, you guys are you guys entrepreneurs? I know you're an entrepreneur. Mm, you know, oh, you know what I do. You know, you know, you know. So what are some things that you do to balance your? You know, that, that's a good question. I think that sometimes Derek hit a lot of good stuff on the head when he was talking about your your five principles. You know, the desire of being coachable. Um, you know, doing it every day. I think that in entrepreneurship for me, that sometimes I'll hit cruise control. When things get a little bit good, like good fortune the whole night, like I was out working today. It's Sunday. A lot of people took the day off. I was out doing what I needed to do. And uh, it didn't quite go my way. It didn't go bad. You know, I got what I needed, but I need a little bit more. Um, it's the doing it every day. The why. I think that's the hard part about entrepreneurship it's having that vision that you can see that everybody else doesn't. They'll probably think you're crazy. Well, why did you do this? Or yeah. why, why would you leave that safety net? But what people don't understand is when you trade your life for a paycheck, you really shortchange yourself. You really do. And I just really took a leap out of faith and I quit my job. Yeah. You know saying? Like, I got this job and I got a good a pretty good position. was doing pretty good. But, That's right. And it was an easy job. Like, it was really easy. But I was going to work every day miserable, not because the job was hard or, you know, it was a brain-tasking job. No, it was just, I just, that wasn't where my heart was, and that's not where I wanted to be. And people didn't understand, like, well, why are you quitting? Make good money. It's easy. Bruh, I don't care nothing about this money. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I get money. And I'm going to get money. Now, if you want to stay here at this job that you come and complain about every day as well as I do, then you go ahead and make that choice. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell the universe what I want, and then I'm going to go for it. So that's how, that's where I'm at right now. But in my mind, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. Don't, no, move, move, move. Like, you're in my way. Like, that's where my brain is at, but I'm trying to balance that all out with 
life Say outside that. of being an entrepreneur. We got a few comments from my Yeah, read them comments. Okay, I uh, see Janet Overtree said, uh, she said, my biggest weakness is helping others no matter what. I also say Janet Overtree, uh, that's that's my first cousin. Her, her mother was Sandra Hope, rest in peace. One thing about Sandra Hope, she spoke her mind, she told the truth. And Janice, you tell the truth like nobody else. <laughs> so, and you got a big heart, you do. Uh, Overy said, my biggest weakness is that I don't appreciate the criticism, especially from those who are closest to me. My biggest strength is strength, mind, body, and spirit. Say that. You know, sometimes it's hard to take that criticism mm. from people. But, you know, when you're being an entrepreneur, people are going to have certain critiques. And, you know, that, that could be a weakness. You got to get up and do it every day. Nobody pushing you. Patrick Buffer Boy Cole said, answer to both is, I don't know. People don't talk to me much these days. I have no one to give me any feedback about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pat, that's speaking volumes, bro. Now, that's my brother, Pat, man. He works hard, man. Great HVAC guy. If y'all need something, y'all make sure y'all get a contract with him. Pat, you've always been honest, man. You, you've been down to earth and no-nonsense person. There goes something you right there. Him, you know? Uh, Terry Sanders. Uh, Terry Sanders said, my love for my people is my biggest strength. It is also my biggest weakness. I will give you the shirt off my back. That is very true. Uh, but at the same time, I've also been prosec- uh, persecuted uh, due to my actions based on my passion for my people. There's nothing wrong with loving your people. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong. Hey, man, keep doing it, man. I tell you what, you post some very inspiring things. You know, we, we talk one-on-one. You're an intelligent brother. I can't wait till your book come out. He just traveled Europe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, one of his biggest revelations was we terrestrial to this planet. It ain't just Africa. It's all the way around. Big ups to you, Terry. Janice went on to say, uh, Janice Overtree, my biggest strength uh, became the word, the word no. Hell no. I have strength now. <laughs> hey, you got to learn how to say no. People will use you. And last one, Dio, let you talk. Uh, Olery, Olery just said, I'm an entrepreneur until I had a stroke. Now I'm having to reinvent myself to do uh, what I do best, opening my life up to the world. Say that. And you, you, you back, queen. I, I see your post. Hey, lady, like, how you doing? Yeah. You know, so uh, those were very honest. See, just the honesty you get yeah. with the, the people that, you know, they make the show. I'll be real with yeah, you, man. I they do. The so that just the honesty, man, just to, to have that, that, that depth. Uh, What's up, lady? Let it go. But go ahead, brother. I know you got something to add to this, D. Oh, well, just, just um, you know, going from my own personal growth and my own, you know what I'm saying, trying to right now, you know, trying to start up this business and, and get into this, you know, I, you know, I can't quit my job, you know, I, I, I have to keep <laughs> working, you know what I'm yeah, you know what I mean, so, but, you know, so it's, it's fine, it's, it's trying to organize now, you know what I mean, trying to organize your time, I think, you know, especially in the beginning stages, you know, there's certain things that's just going to have to go on the back burner. You know what I mean? And just trying to, you know, I, I'm trying to get my fitness back in. So I'm trying yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm going to get up. Maybe I have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. You know what I mean? So that when I get off work, I can just start going. You know, I, this is what I've actually been going in my head. And I didn't even know what your topic was today. But, That's you know, in my head, it's, it's trying to figure out how I need to organize my time so that I can do X, Y, Z, V. You know what I mean? And, and keep keep a schedule. You know what I mean? Okay, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I think that's a helpful hand, I guess, to 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 try to allot certain hours. You know, give yourself a break, just like you. You know what I mean? And, and, and then, okay, do this, this, this happen, this, and, and then try to be as organized as possible. I think that's a, a one way to help. You know, you know that transition or help. You know, get everything in. Like you know, like I said, some things have to go in the back burner for a season. Yeah, you know what I mean? Especially when you're just trying to start something. You're just trying to get something rolling. Correct. You know, you got to okay, I got to get this thing on the road. Now, once, you know, you know, we don't want to take our foot off the gas, but, yeah. you know, once you get going, you can change the schedule. You can move stuff around. Maybe and I'll be able to quit my job. Mm-hmm. Then I can move different. You know what I mean? Correct. So it's like, it's, it's this, you know, I think that's just trying to organize time, this, 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 this try to create balance, you know what I mean? And, you know, balance in everything. You know, get them chakras in line, try to balance it all. So you know, you want to always stay balanced in everything, you know what I mean? No matter when, when we're going... Mind. Yeah, it's the mind. Like, mm-hmm. everything in your life has to have balance for it to 
smooth, smoothly. So if you got a love life, you want balancing that. If you got your, you want to balance that out. You want to balance your diet out. You know, if you're eating crazy, it'll affect this shit over here. I mean, it all, it all reverberates. You feel what I'm saying? So if you ain't got it, if if, if it's not, if you ain't solid right here. Your mind is not going to be on what you needed to be because you can't. You know what I mean. You you you, you can't fool. You the can't ground. exactly. You can't, you can't fool, fool the, ground. the ground. So, you know that's just you know some of what things that I'm working on and so trying sure. to get everything in line. So, well, Lisa, you know, just kind of getting back to what you were saying, just the whole entrepreneurship is just like, where did that come from? What what was that epiphany you had? What was that aha moment that said, you know what? Screw this. I'm, I'm done. I mean, I was feeling, like I said, I had been feeling that way for months, but I was just trying to, I guess, find some reason, maybe subconsciously not to, to quit. But they kept making all these promises to us at my job. This, like, this was the, I'm done. And they kept making all these promises at your job. And I'm trying to do what I need to do so they can fulfill their promises. You know, they got, they going to, if you do this, then we'll do this. So I'm doing this, but you guys ain't fulfilling my, you're into the right. And then, that sounds like yeah. that dude. It was that only a matter of time. Yeah. 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 It was just, you know, it was only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time. And when I no, went to work, and, and on the first, it was when the changes were supposed to happen, and, before I even got to work, my coworker called me like, girl, they said A, B, C, and one, two, three. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go see for myself. <laughs> so he said he was going to say this and he was going to do this, so I need to go see what the boss talking about. So when I get there, sure enough, what she had said was true. So I said, you know what? I think today is the day. I mean, because... Every, every morning I was waking up, I was trying to find a reason for myself to go. And then while yeah, I'm here, I'm thinking about all these things that I need to do to get my business going. And I'm sitting here like, okay, I can do it when I get off of work. I can do it on the weekend. But I felt like, like I, like I had talked about last week, I was just in a relationship and it wasn't healthy for me. Like, I shouldn't have been there. I'm just there for comfortability. Yeah. So that's how I was feeling my job. I was there at my job just because I was supposed to be. That's what we hey, were supposed man, not to the, do. Not to, to cut you off, but it, I swear it's times where I would be at work and was like, oh, I just push these motherfuckers to fire me. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, because, yeah. no, because, like, because, you know, it's like because the job becomes a safety net. It's like I know I got this money right. Yeah, you know I, and I know yeah. I'm going to need it. And it's like, but it's like, I know, like, I know, like, if I just if I was if I was under the gun if I just said if they, if they just came to me I'm like oh man you fired right. I, I know what I'm like oh, you know what I'm saying and then I would I would so it's like you know well, you know right right because it, it makes you like it's like it makes you like okay now nah, I really gotta do this but yeah. that's that procrastination that, that yeah, you, exactly. that you saw yeah. earlier when you told me this thing and I really was looking for a reason for them to fire me like I was. <laughs> Coming in the work, not following the dress code, or just with a shitty ass attitude. And I'm like, God damn, y'all won't fire me. Shit, I'll do it myself. And what was I that office space? Job, what was the office space where they wouldn't fire you? Just trying yeah, to get fired, yeah. they wouldn't fire me. Hey, man, that was on about them TPS reports, man. Hey, a lady like said she loves being an entrepreneur. She said it all starts with the uh, mindset. Yeah, congratulations, uh, Otis Hope. He got his certificate for being an elder with the church. You know? What's up, Oak? Hey, keep doing your thing. Olery said, uh, my dad always says, you stay. Uh, no, my dad always, you say, you need to have more than one hustle. He was correct. Definitely was. And Lady Light second that. Work hard, you not for others is the key. You know, work hard for you, not yeah. others is and the key. And that's what I felt like I was doing. I was working for... For them, and they can care less about me. Yeah. They can give two shits about me. Hey man, having a job, it, it's it's the pimp hole it's mentality. It's overrated. It, it's the pimp hole mentality, for real. Because they they're saying this is what I think your time is worth. Yeah. You put their kids through college. You help them buy their house. You help them solidify their retirement, and they give you a pittance. And Basically. then from that, you're supposed to save five uh, percent that they mm-hmm. supposedly match, so you can retire off the. You couldn't even live off what you was making before. You know what I'm saying? Hey, y'all, if you get a chance, go get this book called The Cash Flow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki. 
And in that, in the quadrant, is, is drawn like a T. You know, you got E on one side, that's employee. You got S underneath that, that's self-employed. Then you got B, which is business owner, and then the I, that's an investor. Basically, you want to move through that as quickly as you can. So you move from that E to the S. Now the, the thing is to move over to the B. The S is great, but the S is self-employed. Uh, kind of like me. When I'm not doing what I do, I'm not making money. So it's not quite a business yet till it's making that money when yeah, I'm not I there. Yeah. That's the key. And then being an investor, I mean, you could be an investor even as an E. So, you know, hey, download Robin Hood, you know, start doing yeah. stash, you know, get get yourself an account. Um, oh, John Soltree said, uh, Cuz, please tell me what type of cross is that on your page? It looks powerful. That's an unk, queen. That's an unk. That's the key of life right there. We, we'll talk about that. Uh, Olery said, uh, my always, I guess he said, my dad used to always tell me, uh, well, I read that one. Mm -hmm. Make your dreams a reality. This is ladylike. Work twice as hard for yourself rather than work twice as hard for someone else. And we do have the tendency to work harder for other people. Shit, I know. Shit, I work hard. I'm coming in. I'm having a cup of coffee. I'm doing it less as possible. I just don't like that. I ain't working hard for no one. I'm coming to work. I don't know if I'm working hard. I want to hear so I don't get fired. You got perfect Especially with white folks, is that a lot of times, man, you got to, you know, to hold your dignity. Sometimes that's what you got to do, like to because they'll try to talk to you crazy, and like you know, one thing you got to be who you are. Like, nah, like, nah, I'm not about to keep this job regardless of well, anything. You're not glancing your brain. What you going swallow? Nah, like, and see, and and that's something like if you ain't getting caught holding on to nothing else, like nah, you're not about to. You treat, no, yeah, you're not I about to treat me I'll less never, than who I, I am. I don't care who. Much. Yeah, exactly. Nah, you're that's not going to talk to me. You're not going to. Yeah, you know. So I I, I be damned if I take shit pies in the face. You know what I mean? To keep a job. No. You talk about all this special boss gonna slap the shit out of you. Hey, if you watching it right now, <laughs> come here, boy. I heard your heard your little podcast. <laughs> Get him out, goddamn! I'm like, like, oh, y'all yeah. have me out here talking this black empowerment, and I'm my boss. <laughs> so, uh, what you want me to all do? lives matter, boss. <laughs> <laughs> you sick? We sick? <laughs> Lady like said, I know a lot of people who think they need to get another job. Why? Just to be taxed twice, say that. Having a home-based business with your taxes, your taxes will go down. Now you can make your money and work for you. She preaching today. No vain money. Like she came out of nowhere slapping it. No vain money. Hey, say that. If you need to get that credit fixed, you go ahead, you inbox Derek or I, and we'll see what we can do to help you get that credit fixed. Because you need that credit to get that house. To get that car that. and then get anything else you you want. Oh, to say he cracking up, yeah. Big ups to you though, Elder. Hey, um, man, what can I say, man? Get that book. I, yeah, I, I know we talk a lot of books. Hopefully, y'all read Black Labor White Wealth. It's I powerful. just got mine. But, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I see it over there, Claude Anderson. You mm -hmm. hold that up. That that's it's a powerful book, man. Y'all didn't get here by happenstance. It was designed, but it's a way out as well. Mm -hmm. And you know, y'all. Let's stick together and work together, man. No doubt, no doubt, well. man. We got to, you just watched the Full Disclosure Show, man. I want to thank everybody that's been commenting. This was a great show. You know what I mean? I got a lot out of it. I hope y'all did too. 
You know what I mean? And uh, it's all love, man. Uh, we, we talked about Nipsey Hussle, sad thing. Brother was doing his thing. He embodied everything we just talked about on the show. It's Say funny that. that we don't even wow. talk about the stuff. But every, every you know, you didn't, you know, everything we did, everything we talked about all lined up. That's how the universe works, man. And so on that note, I'm going to say uh, we out of here, man. Uh, peace, love, and head grease. Tell the people in your life that you love them because tomorrow is not promised. I know that sounds cliche, but it's not. We could be gone tonight, you know. So 